Welcome to the Cancer and Christ podcast. I am your host, Layla Ireland. Episode 1, Signs and Seizures. I'll be talking about my stage 4 lung cancer that spread to my brain. In this episode, I'm going to begin the year prior to my diagnosis, all the signs that I'd been experiencing, but never realized. So hopefully that this um, podcast will help you if you're going through cancer or you love somebody who is or have a child with cancer. I'm also a mother of a child who's had leukemia. I do understand the difficulties and what every family and um, person goes through during these times. So to begin, let's see. I was working probably 12 to 16 hours a day on my computer, just really putting in the hours. Uh, you know, when I woke up until the time I went to bed, it was I was just work, work, work. <laughs> I I did have a lot of migraines. I would wake up with them and immediately I would say to my husband, oh, it's going to be another one of those days. My head would just be throbbing at the temples and in back. I would take ibuprofen and I would drink lots of black coffee and I experienced nausea. These These headaches lasted until I went to bed every day. But the thing is, I, the Excedrin that I would take for it and the ibuprofen I would take and all the things I would do would take the edge off, but it never, it never went away completely, nor did it stop me from, you know, uh, day-to-day activities or chores and um, working. I still kept working and I attributed these headaches to the hard work. So I never let them, you know, just stop me from doing what needed to be done. I mean, bills have to get paid and I liked working and, um, you know, so I mean, there were times I would lay down and I would put, you know, heat on. I would rub Vicks on my, my head and my shoulders and ice, I I did it all. (laughs) So that was one of the things that I was experiencing in 2015. And then there were times when I started getting really bad chest pain and upper back pain. I attributed that to being out of shape. Like if I reached up to adjust the shower setting and um, the shower faucet is really high and I'm only gosh like five one, so you know I would get this excruciating pain and I would just think gosh you know I really need to exercise more I need to stretch out more my muscles but it was like a writhing pain I mean I would go to my room I would lay down and I would just I would just feel like somebody literally stomped on me, you know, stomped on my chest and my back. I would lay there for at least a half an hour. I would take ibuprofen and then I would feel better. 
I also started uh, noticing this really high-pitched noise, and it sounded like an electrical noise. I would, I mean, at night everybody would be sleeping and I could hear this and it would just annoy me. Uh, what was it? You know, was it um, an outlet? Was a computer on? Or, And I would, I even started pressing my ear to the walls to see if it was the wiring. I would, uh, I had my husband turn off the electricity just to see if I still heard it, which I did. Nobody else seemed to hear it but me. And I just thought, you know, okay, well, I have this incredible hearing ability or, you know, my hearing dog whistles or something. It, it was really, really, truly annoying. I mean, we bought things, you know, for white noise to, to sleep by. And I would listen to podcasts and things like this just to just to be able to try to sleep, which, of course, didn't work because you know, I wasn't relaxed in my mind. I'm, I'm hearing this high pitched sound that just didn't go away. It was incessant. It, it was driving me, um, bats. So that was another one. And then I started experiencing pain in my tailbone. I had come home from shopping from Walmart and I had a lot of groceries and my back, my tailbone just hurt so bad. And I remember thinking, okay, it's because I was pushing the heavy cart. That's what I thought it had to be. And, but you know, as the days went by, it was getting harder and harder to walk and to sit down. I remember once my dad had um, fractured his tailbone by trying to sit on a bed, he slid and his tailbone hit the the metal and it fractured. And I said, you know, what does it feel like, Dad? And he says, it, you know, it, it feels like um, I'm sitting on a bowling ball. But they didn't do anything for him. They just gave him um, pain medicine and told him, you know, to be very careful when he sits down. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if worst case scenario, if I fractured my tailbone by pulling heavy carts or, you know, lifting grocery bags, you know, I can deal with it because, you know, my dad did. And <laughs> But I would lay on my stomach and I would just cry. I would just weep because I was in that bad of pain. I Every step, I mean, I was walking like a geisha just, you know, little mini steps. It was so painful. I just, you know, but it didn't stop me. It didn't stop me from working. It didn't stop me from functioning. I still, you know, um, my husband blew up these, uh, what are they like? Um, you know, the things in the pool that you float on so I could sit on. My brother-in-law bought me some Sanic sandals that were real cushy. So when I walked, you know, it would take off the shock to my tailbone. And in case you're wondering, well, okay, why isn't she going in with all these different signs, seeing a doctor or something? I had absolutely no insurance whatsoever. So that was out of the question. You know, I know it's like a thousand dollars just to walk into an emergency room. So... 
And, you know, I've always been, I mean, I'm pretty healthy other than, you know, the times that I've had my children. So, like I said, all of these things that were happening were signs of everything that was going on in my body, but I didn't know that because I I could, you know, attribute different things for all the the things I was suffering. I also lost 20 pounds, which in my mind was purposeful because uh, I started really loving making my own pinto beans and putting them on tostada shells. And I would just eat that. And I was determined I wanted to lose some weight. Um, I think I was 169 pounds and I wanted to get back down to like 130. I lost 20 pounds and I was just over the moon. <laughs> but this too was another sign. All of these things that I thought were due to my way of life, my hard work, my determination to lose weight, my, you know, lifting bags and all of these things were all signs of the cancer in my lung that had spread to my brain. Uh, I didn't know it. Let's see. Another sign was um, I started seeing colors. I'd be in front of the laptop and it would look like all of a sudden would flash in my sight like sequences of colors, really bright colors, pink, blue, green, yellow, all at once. And just like someone was waving like beads of sequences in front of my eyes, obscuring my vision, and then it would go away. And of course, I type this in, and I'm reading up on optical um, headaches, you know, when your eyes are just tired. And of course, here I am putting in 12 hours a day for the most part um, on the computer, so my eyes must really be tired. Although it was really, really frightening for me because... Um, I mean, nobody wants to be, you, you know, where your vision's obscured and you can't even see something other than what's flashing in front of your eyes. So anyway, that was happening. I remember going on my Twitter and asking, has anyone had optical migraines? And of course, I got no response on that. During this time, I was talking to a real good friend of mine, Shane Lewis, and he asked me, what did you do to your butt? <laughs> because I told him it was so sore. And I, I still didn't know. I thought it was something physical. And, you know, if it was an injury, it would heal. And I just had to suck it up, take my, you know, ibuprofen and uh, rub fix and use heating pads and don't spend so much time on the computer and all of these things. Let's see. Now we're into 2016. Uh, I'm still experiencing all of these things. And this one day I decide, after a few days of not watching any television or anything, because of these um, migraines I was having with the, the flashing sequence of lights, I d decided to binge on my husband's favorite show, Ghost Adventures. And so we were sitting on the couch watching these ghost adventures and, you know, nothing really ever happens in them other than 
you know, mostly them spooking themselves or trying to call out um, spirits, which I don't believe we should do um, as a Christian. We're not supposed to do that type of thing. I was watching it anyways with my husband right after about maybe four, four or five episodes. We finally turned it off. I stood up. I was looking at my husband and I was getting ready to go, you know, in my room and just go back to the computer and start working. And I started seeing those those sequences again in my eyes. And it totally obscured my vision. I couldn't see his face. It was like going blind, but for these colors. And I told him, I see these colors, you know. He said, well, you're just tired. You're just tired. You're just, you know, too much TV. You need to go lay down. He's walking me down the hallway, and we have a really long hallway, <laughs> all the way to the room, and I'm sitting there, and I'm so panicky because this has never happened to me before. I mean, had I been outside, had I been behind the wheel driving or anything, this this is not good. And so I'm sitting on the bed, and he's trying to tell me that I need to lay down and just, you know, get some rest. I just got up, went down the hall, went to the bathroom, sat on the toilet. I didn't even have to use the bathroom. I just sat there and I just looked up and I said, Father, how are they going to find it if I don't go to the emergency room? And as soon as I had said that um, prayer, I just stood right up, walked down the hallway, went right back to my room, sat on the bed and said to my husband, call an ambulance. It was the strangest, strangest thing um, that ha ever happened to me. I mean, that, number one, I would never um, say call an ambulance. I didn't, it was like I wasn't, it was like the Holy Spirit was speaking through me because I would, you know, just as soon drive to the hospital. Um, and as soon as I said that, he said, what, you know, and I could hear him, but in my mind, I could hear myself saying, I'm going, I'm going. I could just feel myself. I was looking down the hallway and it just seemed like everything was, the hallway was getting darker and darker and like somebody or something was pulling me further and further away and I, suddenly I could hear my husband screaming, call an ambulance, call an ambulance. I, it was almost as if something, or I was being shut down. Um, my senses were being shut down. I couldn't speak. I couldn't react. My husband was, you know, slapping my cheeks a little bit, um, trying to get me to respond to him. And I could see what he was doing. I couldn't hear him anymore. I lost my hearing, but I could see him and I knew he was panicking and I knew I was unresponsive, but I wanted to respond, but I couldn't. The, the next thing I remember is my daughter coming in. It looked like she was shaking me. She began to blow into my mouth. And that's the last thing I remember. The very next thing I can recall is that I woke up inside the ambulance 
and my arm was really hurting. They were trying to stick an IV in me, and I sat up. The, the ENT said, just lay down. And I said, but you're hurting me. And that was it. I just, I don't know, I fainted, or I don't know what happened after that. So that is everything that happened. Um, all the signs that I experienced and that led to the seizure that turned my world upside down. I think I'll stop it there and I'll thank you very much for listening. I hope that you'll tune in to my next podcast. <laughs>